appreciate you, brother. Today is a special day as we celebrate those men and those women who served and who gave the, or were willing to give the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are, we're honored. We do appreciate you so much. Isn't it great to know that we serve a God who does not change? Isn't it great to know that we serve a God who is as faithful now as he was then? That is, it's, it's good to be reminded of that, um, especially in a, in a week like this that we've just come through with, with such, um, I'd say, emotional roller coaster as it was and as it sort of still is. We know that God's not surprised. He's never caught off guard. He is aware of all things, and we can simply rest in His presence. This morning, if you've got your Bibles, I'm going to invite you to turn with me over to the book of Luke. We're going to be bouncing around Luke quite a bit this morning, but we'll start off in Luke 11. Let me ask you a simple question as we begin. How is your prayer life? You know, that's, that's a little different than the how is your walk. How is your prayer life? You know, for some people, prayer is a difficult one. Some people say, well, they don't know how to pray. They don't know what to say. They don't know. Um, some people won't pray out loud. Some people, it's, they, they won't pray even with their own family or pray with their spouse even. Some people don't even ride down the road praying. But let me encourage you this morning. Prayer is essential. Prayer is vitally important as you grow in your walk, as you become who Christ saved you to be and made you. He brought you from death to life and prayer is our conversation with God. There should be a, a continual prayer on our lips as believers. We know, remember when Jesus got lost that time? Remember when His, when his parents had, had gone to Jerusalem and He they went looking for him, and, and they went back, it says a couple of days, they went back looking for him, and they found him, and he was about his father's business. How do we know what the father's business is? We, he was in constant communion. He says to us in his word, he says, I only do what I see the father doing. He, he was constantly talking with the father. How's your prayer life? You know... Our prayer life, it should start, it, it should be a continual conversation throughout the day. And let me say this to you now. If, if you answer that question in your heart and in your spirit that, you know what, I, I don't really pray that much. I don't really pray as often as I should. Let me encourage you today to start. And let me encourage you today to not, not just pray simple prayers, but pray big prayers and just have a conversation you say, well, what do I say? Let me ask you this. What do you say to your, to your family? What do you say to your best friends? What do you talk about? What do you, what do you talk about with your spouse? What do you talk about with your brothers and your sisters? I know uh, me, me and my brother, we talk quite a bit. We, he's over in Georgia, and we talk a lot throughout the day, and it's just like a continual conversation. Me and Wendy talk all through the day. It's a continual conversation conversation what's our conversation like with our heavenly father let me encourage you start that continual conversation today i believe 
God wants to hear from you. I believe that God wants to talk with us. And, and if we're not careful, prayer is... What we do, maybe before we go to bed, we thank Him for what happened that day. Prayer is what we do before we eat meals. And a lot of times our prayer, anybody, don't raise your hand. God is great, God is good. Let us thank you for this food. Jesus' name, pray, amen. Good food, clean feet, thank God, let's eat, something like that. We just kind of get through it and get to the food. Lord, or we got a test, we got a doctor's appointment, Lord, take care of this, Lord, make me well. And it's like the only time we ever talk to Him, the only time we ever call on His name is if we need Him. We don't just talk to our spouses, we don't just talk to our families, we don't just talk to our friends when we need them, do we? No. It's a continual conversation. Let me go to God this morning. Let me go to God right now on behalf of all of us, whether you're in the room or you're watching out there on social media this morning or later. Let me pray for you right now. And here's my prayer for us today is that prayer will become a priority. As we begin, as we continue, and I don't want to say begin. I use the word begin, but you guys have been growing for a long time. But let me say this. There's a lot of things, if we're not careful, we overlook and we may get a little lax in and sometimes we need a refresher. We need to be reminded about faith and we need to be reminded about our level of obedience. We need to be reminded about our prayer. We need to be reminded about these things and sometimes it's, it's important to just have a fresh, new Look, and sometimes to examine our hearts and ask the question, am I praying like I should, or has my prayers sort of slipped away? Is prayers not as important as they should be? My prayer this morning is that the Holy Spirit of God, that a conversation will start this morning, that will just continue A relationship will begin, a conversation, a talk with our Father, Abba, Father God, through the Son, led by the power of the Spirit. Pray. Pray. Father God, I come to you now. Lord, we want to pray more. We want to be in constant communion with you. Lord, there's so many things, God, that distract us. I think about our own home, Lord. I think about sitting that... Uh, Wi-Fi up and the kids have been asking when are we going to set it up when are we going to set it up and and Lord we were constantly around the living room talking and then I set up the Wi-Fi and we scatter Lord and my home is not immune the only one Lord we're not immune to that God we we scatter and we get distracted and we grab those devices and we look at them and Lord we spend hours Lord, hours can go by throughout the day and hours can go by throughout the, throughout the week. And Lord, we miss you. We're so caught up. Lord, I pray that this morning, in this very moment, in these next few moments, Lord, that you would show us, that you would show us the importance of prayer, the essential, the necessity of prayer in our life, in our, in our growing, in our maturing, in our becoming who you saved us to be. You don't want us to stay right here. 
God, there's not a one of us have reached the pinnacle of our spiritual growth. God, you want us all to continue to become and to continue to be made into the image of Christ, growing and walking in a manner worthy of King Jesus. Prayer is so important. Help us to pray like you desire us to. In Jesus' name. Amen. The disciples watched Jesus do lots of things. They watched him. They watched Jesus feed thousands of people. They watched him uh, bring people from death to life. They watched him bring give sight. They watched him drop men through the roof, and he he made him well, and he picked up his pallet and he went out the door. He watched. Fish spit money out of their mouths for offerings. The disciples saw so many things from Jesus over their three and a half year period of ministry that they walked with Him. As they saw His example lived out before them, they saw so many things, but they only asked Him really one thing. And we find it here in Luke 11, and it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. Jesus, teach us to pray. Guys, if there's a prayer, if there's a request, if there is something right now, listen, more importantly than, Lord, figure out this election, put the right man in office, put somebody in the the White House that's going to do things that honors your name. Guys, if there is a more pressing request that we should have from God as the church, it should be God, help us to pray. Teach us to pray. Show us what to say. Show us how all of that is done. And you know why? Because when Jesus slipped off and prayed, big things happened every single time. The disciples had watched him over that period of time and they noticed something amazing would take place. Jesus would slip off to the mountains and he would come back and something amazing would happen. Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Go with me. Look over over at Luke chapter 5. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse 16 says this, But Jesus himself, Luke 5, 16, But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. If you've never been to Israel, then when we think of wilderness here in Alabama, we think of trees we think of something like right across the street there, when you, when you look out, you've got oaks and pines and, and just all of this. We think of wilderness as a, as a place with lots of growth. In Israel, the wilderness is not where the trees are. The wilderness is the desert. The wilderness is mountainous desert. Think of mountainous desert with nothing but red desert dirt in mountains and hard rock there's no trees whatsoever there's 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 goats and there's shepherds and it's imagine just just desolate orange for as far as you can see that is the wilderness 
There's not much grows in the wilderness. And Jesus would slip off. It wasn't far from Jerusalem. It, it was just a short piece away. He would take a walk and he would go off into the wilderness and he would pray. He would commune with the Father. He would talk with his daddy. Go over, look at chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 12. Look at this. It was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray. And he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Has any of you ever spent all night in prayer? That is much more than God is great, God is good. Let us thank you for this food. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All night Jesus talked with the Father. Just to pray, how's your prayer life? When we start looking at Jesus, when we start looking at the one we're supposed to walk and do what he did and act like he acted and follow the, the rules and the path that he followed, Jesus prayed all night long. Here's the thing. Some of you say, yeah, I prayed all night long, but unfortunately, and, and, and follow me here, most of the time when we pray all night long, it's because we got a surgery coming up tomorrow. Or a family member's got a surgery coming up tomorrow. We got a big test tomorrow. We have some big event that's soon coming. And we feel it necessary to just talk to God all, day, all night long. Guys, prayer is not just the big events. A constant conversation with God that starts with the moment you wake up. I, here's the way I like to look at it. And I try to do this. I really do this. I'm not perfect. Listen, don't ever think I'm perfect. Always, I got her right here. Always ask her. And she'll look at you and she'll just, no, no. No, he's not. I'm not perfect. But there are certain principles that I try to do. Morning, Jesus. Good morning. Morning. It's not always audible, but it's spiritual. It's, it's internal. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning. I try to wake up with him every single day because you know what? He got me through the night. If I wake up, if, if, if I wake up, it's only because of his grace that he wakes me up. If you wake up, it's only because of the grace of God that held you restfully through the night. And, and He held you in the palm of His hand and He let you breathe in and breathe out. And breathe in and breathe out. And when you started to come conscious and you started rumbling around and started moving and started kicking and started grunting and doing all that morning wake up stuff, guess who was right there waiting on you? Your Savior. Who should be the first one we talk to? But if we're not careful, think about it. Go with me. What is the first thing we do? The alarm goes off and we, bomb, bomb, and we reach over at it. And we just like, and we just, we don't think about him. Make it a habit. Start right now. In the mornings, in the morning, everybody, Chapel Hill, in the morning, what are we going to say? Good morning, Jesus. What are you going to say? Good morning, Jesus. Tell me how in the world can that be wrong? How can starting the morning, first one you talk to, morning Jesus. And you know what happens from there? A conversation starts, morning Jesus, thank you for a good night's sleep. 
Even if you didn't have a good night's sleep. I get it. Some of you don't sleep well. I get it. Let's not fuss about that. Some people have issues sleeping. Some people have an issue sleeping because they go to bed on their own and with lots of medicines and lots of other things and haven't tried. What if we tried? Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for taking care of me. Lord, it's been good. I Lord, there were some conversations that are missed. There were some opportunities that I, that I failed. God, there were some times today that, you know what, I really blew it. I got mad. I shouldn't have. Lord, I messed up. I'm so sorry. Lord, you put that person in my path. And, and Lord, you were convicting me the whole time. And I never, I never invited them to church. I never mentioned you. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, give me, a, give me another chance tomorrow. Give me more opportunities tomorrow, please. God, I know I was, my, my fuse was short and my, I was hurt and my back was a little sore and my head, I was cranky. Lord, I'm sorry. I, isn't that the kind of stuff we say to our best friends? Isn't it? That's the kind of stuff we say to our families. What if we start at morning Jesus and go to bed with just, Lord, it was a good day and Lord, I messed up and I, give me another opportunity and I want to do better. Lord, I want to, I want to serve you more. God, help me. Not, not... Lord God, help me sleep now. Lord, help me rest. Lord, take care of me. God, take care of my wife, my kids, my family, my husband, my kids, my grandkids, my family, my co-workers. Lord, take care of them. I'll see you in the morning. And then just give the night to Him. If you don't sleep, keep talking. If you go to sleep, when you wake up, morning, Jesus. All day long, we're talking. Jesus, Jesus talked with the Father. He was constantly in communion with the Father. He talked all the time. He, in Luke 5, no, Luke 6, it was at this time that he went off to the mountain and prayed. And he spent the whole night in prayer to God. And when day came, look at what he does in verse 13. When day came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also named the apostles. Spent the whole night praying and then came down the hill. Said, morning guys, I need 12 of you. Tag, you're it. Big things happened when Jesus would pray. The disciples noticed it. They recognized there was something powerful in prayer. Church, if we're not praying, if you're not having a conversation with God, you should be praying on your way to church, on your way to work. You should be praying right now. Lord God, what is He saying that I need to get? Holy Spirit of God, speak to me. Lord, I'm listening. Am I not praying like I should? Lord, help me. Lord, help me to do that. Tonight, when I go to bed, Lord, I want to pray. I want, to, I want you to put me to bed. And Lord, in the morning, help me to wake up. Don't just run out to, into tomorrow without Him. Lord, help me to pray. Help me to start praying more. Let me be sensitive to you. You know, we're riding down the road up here. you got lots of cars and lots of traffic and lots of red lights. Have you ever, you stop at a red light, what do we do? You know what we do now when we stop at a red light? I'm going to have to start bringing my phone instead of borrowing one. I need yours. I'm going to keep it for a minute. You know what we now do when we get to a red light? We check this thing. I'm not going to make you raise your hand if you're one of those. But it would be fun. Raise your hand if you're one of those. Lord God, next time I stop at a red light, let me see people the way you see people. 
Lord God, instead of grabbing that phone out between my legs or out of the seat or somewhere that's done been vibrating, Lord God, when I stop at a red light, show me the people around me. Guys, we look at this screen and we quit looking at the people around us. There's a world still out there. Lord, you see that man in the car, you see that, uh, that uh, power worker, you see that utility worker, you see that husband or that wife, you see that man, you see that minivan with that mama and all them youngins in the back. She needs prayer. But here's the thing, you're not going to pray for her when you get to a red light. Here's what I do, I pull my phone out between my legs because this does buzz me about ten times. And I pull my phone out and I start replying. Or I start deleting, or I start checking. And you know who we miss all day long? We miss Jesus. We're so distracted. Some of us may want to pray right now. Lord God, help me when I stop and when I get a chance to slow down. Listen, life happens. we got to do life. But when life stops and we can slow down, Lord, I want to see you. Lord, here I am. I'm headed to work this morning. God, give me a good day. Take care of my kids there at school. Take care of my family. Take care of everybody that's around us. Lord, go with us. And, and, and Lord, give me a good day. And you walk, you're walking in Walmart. Lord, put somebody in my path. Lord, here comes so-and-so. Give me the words to say. Lord, I haven't seen her in a while. Give me boldness to say the right things. Lord, she's lost somebody or he's lost somebody. Lord, let my, let my speech be sensitive. Let my words edify and build you up Lord that you know what I'm doing I'm praying that's prayer so often what we've done is we've made prayer we put prayer in a few places we put it when before we eat we put it at the altar we put it as the official thing the preacher does and the music minister does a couple of times a day we do it only a few times. That's what we have put prayer at just a few places. No, prayer is a continual conversation with God. What are we looking forward to heaven about? It's Him. Why wait till we get there and talk to Him? We can talk right now. Go with me. Look over in Matthew. Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 14. Beginning in verse 23. Just read a verse. After he had sent the crowds away. Actually look in verse 13. Notice this, it's interesting. Before he fed the 5,000. Now when Jesus heard about John. Remember John the Baptist? He hears that John the Baptist had died. Notice what he does. He withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. What was he going to do? He was going to pray. And the crowd came and found him. So he had to feed them. He felt compassion and he had to feed them. When he sends them away, look over in verse 23. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. Later on, he walks out on the Water and Peter does the most amazing things. He walks toward Jesus. Finally, go with me over to Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Guys, how's your prayer life? I hope this morning the Spirit of God through all of this is speaking to you that, hey, I don't just have to pray at, mo at, at certain moments. I can just constantly be talking. 
I can just have a conversation with my Father, with my Savior, with my Lord, with my Redeemer and God, that one that I sing praises to His name. I can have a constant conversation with Him throughout the day. Whatever your job is, at your desk or at your wherever you are, you can just be, Lord, help me do this, and God, take care of her, and Lord, give him wisdom, and Lord, be with them too right there, and looks like they're fussing, Lord, help them. God, she needs you, he needs you, they need you, Lord, minister to them, bless them, Lord, take care of them. Lord, show me what to do, help me to be salt and light, help me to be an influencer. Help me to be your ambassador. Lord, give me boldness. Matthew 6 says this, when you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. Prayer is not making a big deal out of it. Prayer is not, <laughs> let's say you work at a bank or a hospital or a school. Can you imagine you the teacher in the class, you the third grade, the fourth grade, the fifth grade teacher, and you standing out, don't make a scene. You can imagine what kind of scene. We're just running up and down your hall making a scene. Don't make a scene in your spirit. You be that one. You be that prayer warrior on your hall. You be that prayer warrior in your, what you're responsible for. You be that prayer warrior that's interceding, that's standing in the gap for everybody around you. And watch what God starts doing. We don't have because we don't ask. We don't have because we don't ask. We ask with wrong motives, but we're not asking with wrong motives. We're asking with a heart that's just interceding, that's just ministering, that's just talking. God, I just want to be what you want me to be, Lord. Help me. Look at this. Look. Look. But you, but you, verse 6, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room. Close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. Your inner room is not just, your inner room can just be your car. Your inner room can just be your office. Your inner room can be, you know what your inner room can be? Your inner room can be you in a crowd. Your inner room can be you in an elevator with 15 other people standing around you. And you in the very center of them, standing just like this. And you know what you're doing, Lord God, I give you praise. But you're not doing it out loud. You're just interceding, Lord, I... I pray for this one to my right. Lord, bless them indeed. Lord, lavish your grace. Lord, take care of us. And you're doing this in your spirit. You're constantly having a conversation in your spirit about every person. Lord, I, I, Lord, I pray for them and I pray for him. I've been up north before. You know up north, they don't look at you up north. They, don't even, they walk straight and they don't even look at you. And I'm like, hey, and they don't even look at me. I pray like crazy for them people. I pray like crazy for these people. I don't make a scene out of it. I ain't talking out loud to them. I'm just praying in my spirit. It started with morning, Jesus. And the conversation happens. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room. 
close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you're praying, look. And when you're praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they suppose that they'll be heard for their many words. So do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Which, which begs the argument of some. Why do you pray if God already knows what you need before you ask Him? Because in verse 5, Jesus says this. When you pray. When you pray, it's assumed. It's a given. When you're praying, do it this way. Don't be loud. Don't draw attention. Don't make a scene. Don't be that one. But be that one who inside of you, inside of your, whether it's home, don't, don't say, hey, ladies, you're in, I mean, you're, I got to go pray. I got to go be super spiritual. Don't be like that. Don't draw attention. Just go to God. Morning, Lord. Go with us this, this day. Take care of us. Be with my kids. Be with my grandkids. Pray for everybody and everything. Lord, give me a give me a there's so many things to pray for. We could do we could we could talk for the next bunch of years just on Sunday after Sunday after Sunday on things to be prayed for. Start with this one. Pray for a sensitivity. To the Holy Spirit. Pray for a sensitivity to the move of the Holy Spirit in you. So that when you get to the intersection and the red, the, the light goes from yellow to red, your first thought is not to check that phone, but to say, All right, Lord, show me somebody who needs praying for. Go inside your room. Go inside you and just pray. Lord, I pray for him. And Lord, I pray for them. And I, God, show me. Let me see what you see. Let me see people the way you see people. Show me hurt. Show me needs. Show me situations. Show me, Lord. Help me see this world right here where you have me. It's not just big prayers for elections and presidents. And cancers and surgeries and COVIDs. Just pray. Pray for your kids' future spouses. Pray pray for your grandkids' future spouses. We could go on forever and ever what to pray. I don't know what to pray for. Well, have you ever asked God to show you what to pray for? Pray for a sensitivity to the move of the Holy Spirit in your spirit so that you can hear from God to know where He wants you to be at that moment. There's no accidents with our God. When you pray, Jesus prayed. Jesus went off in the wilderness. He got away. He prayed. Jesus was constantly praying. The disciples came to Him and said, teach us how to do that. This morning we should be asking, Lord, teach us how to do that. Give me a mind that's less cluttered. Give me a heart that's less cluttered. Give me a focus that's just listening. Give me a spirit that's just listening. Lord, I want to hear from you. I I want to do the things, God, that you want me to do. I want to be the person you want me to be. I want to hear from you. Everything I'm saying is prayer. It's just prayer. Constant communion with the Father. 
God, help me. You get to the end of the day, Lord, I thank you. God, I, I, I thank you for this, and I thank you for that. I thank you for the opportunities. I thank you for the victories. I thank you, God, for the blessings. Lord, I pray that you'd give me more opportunities. I didn't do that one well. I messed up on this one. I got upset. I got mad. Lord, I was mean. Lord, I got in that conversation and all the other ladies and all the other guys were talking it and I just got in it and I went down that path and I know I shouldn't. Lord, forgive me. Here's what will happen as the Spirit of God begins to open and tear away the worldliness of our eyes and we start seeing things. Wisdom. We start seeing the world through God's eyes. But you got to ask Him. What did Solomon ask for? He asked for wisdom. God gave it to him. Lord, I pray for wisdom and I pray for boldness and I pray for sensitivity and I pray for insight and I pray for a discerning spirit. I pray for God, a heart that's true. I pray, God, that you'd put blinders on me so that I look at only things that honor and edify you. I pray, God, that you would clear out the junk in my life. Lord, take those desires from me. Lord, I'm, I'm tired of doing that. What, what is the thing you constantly repent on time and time and time and time and time again? You know that thing? You know that thing? You know that thing as a Christian. Lord, take that away, God. Take that desire from me. Put good things in my heart. Put good desires. Put good things in my focus. Lord, give me... That's prayer. That's prayer. Prayer's not just a, that thing we do before a meal. That thing we do that the paid guys do at church. Prayer's not something you just do here. Prayer is... Just talking with the Father when you pray. Right here inside of you, just start. Start now. And don't stop. Just talk with Him. Mouth don't have to be moving, but the heart and the Spirit's growing. You, I promise you, I stand before you with all confidence and boldness in the power of the Holy Spirit, you will be transformed. You will be transformed, and those around you will be transformed if prayer, if your conversation becomes constant. Father God, help us. Help us to pray, to constantly pray to constantly pray. Give us a sensitive spirit. Let us hear. Let us see. Let us. God be sensitive. We want to be your instrument. Wherever you have us planted. We want to be that intercessor. We want to intervene. We want to. Pr we want to. In Jesus name. 